0: Hey, Mel, Brian here.
1: Gotta work from home today, cause the whole family caught a nasty. Daddy?
2: Hey, Mikey, if you're gonna
1: puke, find the popcorn bowl. But my availability is 110%. Coincidentally, so is my fever. <laughs> Kidding, Mel, I'm so cold, but hot. Uh, but I'm gonna get you that budget, just as soon as, uh, Mikey, popcorn bowl. Press one to use Instacart and get your family's sick day essentials delivered in as fast as 30 minutes. Press two to keep working. Do not press two, just use Instacart, Brian. Step back three on the way. And he's got
0: another one. Jamal Murray. And they want to post up to the Joker. They want to take advantage of this matchup. Don't we see that at least once a game from oh, Jokic to someone? Outside Jokic for the lead. Have you been in these sessions before? I've said this like ten times. And I'm not writing your article for you. Ask one of your colleagues. He's magnificent. It's winner go home. Three, pull, What a bomb! Thrown up by Porter! Pendant Bobo. Hey, let me tell you, young fella, don't go chasing
3: waterfalls right there.
2: Yeah, thank you whoever did this. Nuggets Nation, what is good, everybody? It is Anilo Pirro of Mile High Sports back at it again with the latest installment of the Denver Nuggets podcast right here on the Mile High Sports Podcasting Network. Hope everybody is doing well here on this Thursday, January 28th. And listen, I know that there's probably no billionaires out there listening to this podcast. I know maybe not even, maybe one or two millionaires if I'm lucky, right? But I feel like most of the people that listen to this podcast are the common man, the little guy per se. And, uh, Screw Wall Street, screw Robin Hood, and screw everyone that wants to take away the power from the little guy here as this story of what is brewing out there on Wall Street with GameStop and Noke and all these other stocks is quite tremendous. So I uh, just wanted to say that I'm definitely pro-little guy. So screw Robin Hood, screw TD Ameritrade, screw everybody that's trying to screw over the little guy and continue to inflate the pockets of the extremely elitist wealthy Listen, I'm all for capitalistic society I'm all for, you know, what we live in with a free market society But it has to be that, a free market society The little man, the common man should have every single opportunity given to the rich billionaire uh, it should, There should be equal treatment across the board And it's not the little man's fault that they all decide to gang up And and try to make a difference here in the stock market I'm not all that educated But all I know is this is rich elitists being assholes And screw it, it's just so annoying I mean, so on par for the course here Uh, In the year 2021 and really just the last handful of years as greed has become just more and more eccentric so just wanted to start the podcast out that way say shout out to the little man screw Robin Hood who I was previously a big fan of and uh, yeah hope everybody is doing well Denver Nuggets basketball I know if you're a fan of the Nuggies which is uh, why you're listening to this podcast I assume you're probably pretty happy right now because this team is playing phenomenal basketball. (laughs) Look at me. I Google, I'm trying to look up their record off the bat and I type in nugget or nuggies um, on Google and hold on. Let me, let me, let me take a pause. Nuggets record. Here we go. I know that that's a good one. I want to get it right. There it is. 11-7. The Denver Nuggets now in fourth place in the NBA's Western Conference uh, behind teams like the Clippers, the Lakers, and the surging Utah Jazz. But Denver, they have now won five games in a row, including four straight on the road, and they're going to round out this road trip here tomorrow night with a game against the San Antonio Spurs, who are coached by Greg Popovich, of course, and San Antonio's looking pretty decent this year. A couple games above five hundred at 10-8. and But Denver, last night, throttling the Miami Heat through four quarters. It wasn't even a competition. And uh, like I said, they've now won their fourth consecutive game on the road, their fifth in a row overall. And uh, they're eight and two in their last 10 games. And uh, they've won 10 of their last 13. So it seems like this Nuggets team is certainly starting to hit their stride, especially now that they've got Michael Porter Jr. back in the swing of things. And of course, last podcast, that was he was a big topic there uh, in regards to his play here as of late. So it's a lot to get into here. Uh, it's another convincing victory here for the Denver Nuggets. But we'll once again hear from head coach Michael Malone in this one here. But he had to say following last night's game as well as just the overall status of the team here moving forward. And uh, Gary Harris, we're going to dive in a little bit uh, in what is going on with Gary Harris. As he's kind of had a little bit of an offensive resurgence. Also working on a story regarding Gary Harris for MileHighSports.com. That will be coming out tomorrow as well. So uh, keep that on your radar as well. But we'll have uh, the Gary Harris audio as well kind of break that down and uh just kind of talk about how critical his uh increased offensive output has been to the Nuggets' success here as of late so uh, a nice podcast lined up here for you guys but uh let's get into this game here from last night uh let's see you know what happened on the court and obviously you know the nuggets they were able to take uh advantage of a decimated heat team no Goran Drajic, dragic no um did i say that right dragic is it dragic or dragic i don't know um i apologize gordon if you're listening um but th- you know miami last night with no dragic they had no jimmy butler as well um You know, no Tyler Hero as well. It was uh, a decimated. Let me see: one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Yeah, only ten active players uh, for the Miami Heat last night, and uh, that shows just based off the uh, the box score here. Every single member of the Heat got some run last night, uh, including you know every single everybody on the everyone on the roster. So uh, Chris Dunn got thirty nine minutes. Duncan Robinson got thirty six minutes. Atabayo thirty four minutes. And uh, Denver just did a really good job. They also shut down former Nugget Andre Iguodala. He only had six points in 19 and 16 minutes played excuse me um you know but i i I did take denver against the spread in this one minus five and a half and that ended up cashing for me so uh god bless there and uh yeah you know this denver nuggets team's looking real good and miami 6 and 11 now this season you know they've really fallen off and you know like i said they've been kind of decimated here so you do take it with a little bit of a grain of salt but it was nice to see denver go out there last night and just dominate they get the 109 82 victory You know, against a team, you know, I know they were down a few players, but they were in the finals last season. They did represent the Eastern Conference in the finals last season. So, um, you know, Denver, I I was a little skeptical. I'm always a little worried when a team gets hot to kind of keep riding the hot hand and keep you know, picking them to win because it's a collaborative team effort. And all it takes is one bad night from Nicole Jokic and this team could go down the drain. Um, but, you know, i rocked with them last night and, and you know, it's going to be hard not to rock with them again against San Antonio. You know, Denver's just looking real, real good right now in a five and and0 road trip. I mean, that would be sensational for the, for, for the nuggets. So we'll have to see how they play, how this all plays out against San Antonio. But I mean, really just doing a good job of taking advantage of these situations and taking advantage of the games in front of them and and really just going one game at a time, because you know, this team, after the first three, four weeks of the season, we're kind of scratching our heads. And and now look at us, they're right there as the pegged as the four seed right now in the Western conference. And have really turned things in the round in in the span of, you know, less than about a week, week to two weeks. So uh, good on their parts. And we'll see how this kind of plays out against the San Antonio. Spurs tomorrow but Denver certainly Playing their best basketball of the season And let's go ahead now and take a, a Listen here to what Michael Malone had to say Following the game last night we'll listen to his Postgame press conference has some thoughts on Gary Harris you know kind of talking about how he's An integral piece of this core uh, he, he Even goes as far to say that he believes that Part of the reason why he still is the head Coach of the Denver Nuggets is because of Gary Harris And, and what he does and his attitude and his Leadership uh, in, in the locker room So it's a good insightful conversation From coach Michael Malone with the media following following last night's game, uh, talking about their defensive tenacity, their defensive effort, and uh, like I said, a lot of Gary Harris conversation here as well. So let's go out to the postgame press conference from last night. Here is Denver Nuggets head coach Michael Malone following Denver's win against the Miami Heat.
1: We'll start off with Ryan Blackburn.
2: Hey, Coach. Uh, Gary Harris really put
1: in some great minutes tonight against matching up with Duncan Robinson on the perimeter. Also had seven assists. What can you really say about how he has come back to just being such an impact player
2: for this team.
3: Yeah, I I just mentioned both those stats to our team. Uh, I thought Gary was phenomenal tonight. Uh, You mentioned the seven assists. Uh, We had 29 as a team. That's who we are, unselfish. We don't play with each other. We play for each other. Uh, And Gary embodied that tonight on offense. And to hold a guy like Duncan Robinson to two of 10 from the three point line, uh, he's a tough cover. He never stops moving. Uh, and Gary was uh, was in him the whole night and made him work for everything. So, um, you know, Gary Harris is a guy that so many people have been down on. Uh, but I've been with Gary for six years now. Uh, Gary Harris has a lot to do with me still being the head coach here. I believe in Gary Harris. Go back to last year in the bubble against the L.A. Clippers in the Western Conference semifinals. Seven-game series, Gary Harris was phenomenal. Everybody wants to just remember the Lakers series. But you know what? Uh, That is a very short minded approach. So Gary's playing really well. We've won five in a row with 10 and three in our last 13 and Gary's defense and his offense have been a big part of that.
1: Mike Singer. Hey, Michael, Um, five, three pointers combined in the second half from Michael and Jamichael. What makes them so uh, difficult to cover as a tandem together coming off the bench?
3: Well, we knew at halftime, Mike, they you know we're up by 25. Uh, they were going to have to do something different. Going into the game, we talked about their 2 2 1 zone press, falling back to a 2 3 zone. And they sat in that zone the whole second half. And, and, and Paul Millsap, hit a huge three at the end of his shot clock. Jamaica Green hit another big three. And Michael Porter, obviously, his ability to just raise up and knock down shots uh, was really impactful. And that was one of the reasons I got those guys in at the third quarter, just to give us more shooting space to floor to try to beat that zone. Uh, I was proud of how we responded in the fourth quarter after a disappointing third. I knew at halftime, listen, the only way this team gets back in the game is if we turn the ball over and give up threes. Well, the first play of the third quarter, we give up a three, then we turn the ball over a bunch early on. Once we settled down uh, the fourth quarter was who we were in the first half. So, um, you know, Understandably, man, let's be honest, that team was missing Jimmy Butler, Goran Dragic, Tyler Hero, a lot of their top players. So uh, I don't know if we're as good as we played tonight, and I know they're a hell of a lot better than they played because they've been decimated by injuries and COVID protocol. But a win is a win. We'll take it, and we go to San Antonio. Rod Mackey.
1: Michael, I want to follow up a little bit on what you just touched on there. A lot of times when you guys look at, at winning streaks and you guys are on your longs of the season, it doesn't always indicate your team's playing the best ball. It just sometimes can be the opponents. But do you think right now that you guys are playing your best basketball of the season?
3: Uh, no doubt. I mean, obviously it's still very young in the season. Uh, December, we were not very good. Uh, we were 1-4 to start the year, uh, which was you know the, the January 1st home loss to Phoenix which put us at one and four. Uh, since then, I think we're ten and three. We've won five games in a row. And if you look at our numbers in that ten and three and that five and zero streak, Rod, our defense has been, you know, terrific. We're the best rebounding team in the league. We're a top five defense in that stretch. And even though we didn't play great at all times tonight, to hold them to thirty-seven from the field, twenty-nine from three, and to win the rebound battle by eleven, you know, good things happen when we defend and rebound.
1: Tim Reynolds.
3: Michael, to, to follow up on the start, you, you don't have an old team. You don't have a very old team. What was it about this group that didn't see one and four in panic? How did they keep it together after that, after, after that first week? Well, I think I know for myself, I challenged myself as a head coach and as one of the leaders of this team to make sure I wasn't panicking. Uh, and I wasn't overly negative. I knew that we had uh, a very short offseason for our returning core, and I knew on top of that, Tim, we were trying to incorporate seven new players into our roster, into our locker room, into our culture. Um, Jermichael Green did not play in the month of December, and he was probably uh, the biggest acquisition we made in the offseason. So getting healthy, uh, knowing I've seen Jamal Nicola. Uh, play at their best many times in six years now. So I knew that we just stayed the course, didn't panic, and improved our defense. Once again, I know I talk about it a lot, but the proof's in the pudding, man. In December, we were 29th in defense, right? And now in the month of January, uh, I think maybe we're top 15. Not where we want to be, but a marked improvement from where we were in December to January. And that defense and that rebounding has allowed us to be 10 and 3
1: and 5 and 0 in our last five. Vic Lombardi. Coach, uh, Gary Harris was a ridiculous plus 31 tonight. Can, can you talk about the, the job he did on Duncan Robinson in this game?
3: Yeah, I mean, it's. I, I mentioned it to our players after and uh, did seven assists on offense, for, uh, were great, how unselfish he was, but. The one thing that I love about Gary Harris, Vic, is that every night he doesn't complain. He embraces the challenge of guarding the other team's best weapon. And, and that's every single game that we play. Devin Booker in Phoenix. Uh, you know, Tonight it was Duncan Robinson. And as you guys watch the game, I'm sure you see it, you get tired watching Duncan Robinson move without the ball. Imagine having to guard him and, and Gary just – accepts that challenge, embraces it, and goes out there and tries to be a disruptive force getting into guys, taking away their airspace, taking away their separation, and just trying to make life difficult. And uh, and tonight was another example out of countless over the years that Gary's had a huge impact on our defensive numbers and shutting down one of their toughest weapons to guard.
2: All right, so there is Denver Nuggets head coach Michael Malone following last night's victory against the Miami Heat. And uh, a good interview uh, from head coach Michael Malone, a good post game presser. Uh, really honest and we do have to circle in here on Gary Harris you know he was talking about the defense but Gary last night a plus 31 did a fantastic job of suffocating Duncan Robinson last night out there on the perimeter uh, let's take a look here at Gary Harris's stat line as I said plus 31 uh, only seven points for Gary Harris seven assists and uh, two boards in 35 minutes played so obviously making his presence known there on the defensive end uh, of the ball so Good stuff from Gary Harris here, and he's really done a good job of increasing his production from three-point range over the course of the last uh, eight games or so. And, uh, he's shooting right around four. he's shooting, I believe a tick below 43% from three over the last eight games, which has certainly helped pad his, uh, his overall three point shooting this season, which has been pretty abysmal. He's shooting 33% from beyond the arc so far this year, which is, uh, not great. And obviously, uh, if you've been following the nuggets for a while, you'll remember when he shot 42%, uh, from three back in the 2016, 2017 campaign, obviously it's been a far cry, uh, for, from that, just, in general, offensively, from Gary Harris. And I mean, I know you do, you probably get as frustrated as I do, especially if you bet on the Nuggets. And if, like I said, if you just watch this team on a nightly basis, when you have the best passing center in Nikola Jokic of all time, It's frustrating to watch Gary Harris miss wide-open threes, and he's shooting, I believe, uh, I was looking at it today, like 29 or 30% on wide-open attempts from beyond the arc, which is just unacceptable, Um, you know, collectively over the body of work, you know, especially when you have Jamal Murray struggling, and uh, obviously, you know, kind of looking at some of the subtractions from the Nuggets roster uh, over the course of the last season, so... It's interesting, but let's go ahead now and turn our attention to gary harris Let's get his postgame audio up and running here because I want you guys to hear from him and listen I I love gary harris. He's a he's a great guy. He's a he's a good player. He's fantastic Defensively offensively He just has some shortcomings and I think that could hurt denver in the long run Just considering where their bench depth is at and of course as I said, you know, jamal murray struggling Uh, and you know, it, it can't be Jokic versus the world So when your role players one of your critical role players, you know, which gary harris is struggles You know, you've got to pay a lot of attention to it in my opinion and you've got to put some stock into that but thankfully you know over the last eight games Gary Harris has really improved uh, offensively from beyond the arc and his defense has been as good as ever and look what happens the Denver Nuggets are playing mighty fine basketball so uh, good good stuff from Gary Harris a candid Gary Harris here you know he's not the biggest talker in the world so uh, shorter answers but insightful nonetheless and he does his best to try to stay level-headed mellow uh, and even keeled throughout the entire of the season so he's going to stay the same and he's not don't expect to switch up on you uh anytime soon but let's go kick it out now to post game audio from gary harris following last night's win win versus the miami heat
1: hey gary uh you guys are uh 10 and 3 in your last 13 have won five in a row malone has attributed to the defense what has changed about the defense over these last few weeks
0: um, honestly i just feel like we're uh, we're just helping each other out we're flying around uh, it's not perfect but um you know we're giving that effort um the second effort, third effort, um, and we're getting rebounding and and that's what, uh, that's what we've been playing Nuggets basketball.
1: Todd Romero. Hey, Gary, do you enjoy more taking on the challenge of playing the other team's best offensive player or a night tonight where in the first half you really had a chance to create, dishing out five assists?
0: Honestly, I just, you know, like being out there with my teammates. You know, whatever they need me to do, um, whether that's, you know, guarding
1: the best player or, you know, passing and making the right play, cutting, giving myself up, you know. I'm here to do whatever uh, just to help this team, uh, you know, win. some Wind. Coach was just talking about how you've been in Denver for as long as he've been. he's been in Denver, and there's just a lot of trust built with you guys uh, just between that. What's that like, just ha- having that trust between player and coach like that?
0: Um, I just feel like, uh, you know, we know each other. Um, you know, we've been, there, been with each other for what, like six years, six years, six years now. Um, and, uh, you know, we our relationship
1: grows this year. And, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's good that we, we understand each other. Mike Singer. Hey, Gary, to follow up on that, how much does it mean to you that Malone has never wavered? He has always stood by your side through injuries, through shooting struggles, whatever. He's always had your back. How much does that mean to you?
0: No, I mean, I mean, Coach, you know, he was the first one to give me a chance to play. Um, he stuck with me, so you know, it's all
1: it's all love and respect. Uh, this one, for me, for me, and Coach. Todd Ramiro, hey Gary, you guys are now seven and two on the road. You know, you got a lot of new pieces to the team, and when you're here in Denver at home, you guys have to go your kind of separate ways. Do you think part of that is is being on the road and being with each other and get to know each other a little bit better?
0: I mean. With all the rules, we can't really do shit for real. So, I mean, everybody's in their room. But, uh, you know, I mean, it's just, I feel like we come together, especially being in a, you know another city by ourselves. You know, we, we all we got. And, uh, you know, it felt good to play in front of some fans here today and uh, just sticking together and just trying to figure out how to get these wins.
1: Alex Labadue. Hey, Gary, how big has, uh, Michael been to, to, uh, this winning streak that you guys are currently on and have you seen any improvements from him from year one to year two?
0: Um, well, Mike's been huge, but he's, uh, he's, uh, you know, the effort he's been giving on both ends of the court, you know, Mike can score and, um, you know, he's been, you know, giving a consistent effort to, to try to learn the defensive end. And, uh, you know, he's always, a he does a great job of being in the right spot and, uh, we do a great job of helping him. He wants to, he wants to be great. And, uh,
1: but we're all trying to help. All right, we got time for one more. We're going to end with Mike Singer. Hey, Gary, uh, entering tonight, your last eight games, you were shooting 48% from three. Uh, I don't know if you knew that number, but, but what's gotten into you uh, over this past few weeks that, that's kind of propelled that consistency? I'm just the same
0: person I've always been. Three shots is far That's it. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, uh, I find myself, I'm going to go out there play hard regardless. But I'm living, so i shots shots. Control, like control.
1: And, you know, some games you make, some games you don't. Which, you still be me. So that, that's all I can be. All right, that'll do it, Gary. Thank
2: you. <laughs> well, it's good to see that Gary Harris is the same player he's all, that he's always been and that the only difference is shots are now falling because hopefully that remains the case. You know, personality-wise, you love Gary Harris. He's a great player. He, he gels well with his teammates and whatnot. And like I said, you know, he does his best to kind of stay even keeled. But at the end of the day, the Denver Nuggets need production from their starting shooting guard. They need consistent offensive production from their starting shooting guard. It's great that he can put the clamps on people, but when you're a starting shooting guard in a league that is driven by offensive production, you need to be able to score when needed, especially when you have wide open looks provided to you by, you know, the greatest passing center we have ever seen. So that's kind of my two cents on it. I know what Gary does on the defensive end cannot be replaced which is why you need to keep him which is why you need to you know he needs to be in the rotation but he can be such a liability on offense sometimes I mean you see the wide open threes that he misses on a consistent basis and I know it grinds your gears as much as it does mine and to me a team with championship aspirations like you just can't settle for that consistently you know if it's a once in a blue moon type of thing sure but at the end of the day you need consistent offensive production uh, from your starting shooting guard in a league that is driven by offense I I know defense is essential, but, you know, you need offensive production, especially when Jamal Murray is struggling. Paul Millsap isn't that big of a threat on offense either. You are a shooting guard. You are a starting guard. Two guard in the NBA, you need to be able to score when needed. So that's kind of my two cents there. But like I said, fantastic stuff for Gary Harris. It's thrilling to see him play at this level here, once again, kind of reminiscent of the Gary Harris we saw at times throughout the bubble and the Gary Harris that we've seen, you know, in spurts when healthy, you know, over the last three or four seasons. So good stuff for the Denver Nuggets. Uh, a healthy, active, uh, you know, fiery Gary Harris on the offensive side of the ball and a locked in Gary Harris on the defensive side of the ball only means good things for this team. So, We'll have to see how they're able to kind of transition here to end out this road trip before coming home. Or, you know, what is sure to be a couple of tough matchups here with uh, the Utah Jazz coming to town like I said they're leading the way in the Western Conference and then uh, Jeremy Grant Mason Plumley coming back uh, with the Detroit Pistons set to come to town so that's going to do it for me folks I'll be doing a show tonight on milehighsports.com so if you want to stay tuned to that uh, you can check that out tonight from six to eight o'clock Mountain Time and uh, yeah I'll be back uh, tomorrow with another podcast as well as my story coming out on Gary Harris for, for tomorrow on milehighsports.com so if you want to follow me on social media folks you can do so at media by AP but uh, that'll do it for me on this Thursday afternoon and we'll be back at tomorrow covering the Denver Nuggets. We'll talk to you later, folks.